Biden confirms U.S. citizens are among Hamas hostages in sharp condemnation of attacks on Israel. So President Joe Biden confirmed Tuesday that Americans are known to be among the hostages held by Hamas after his rampage over the weekend, which, you know, some people might say a terror attack, delivering an emotional and angered denunciation of the terror and making clear he expected a forceful reprisable reprisal by Israel. The president delivered vivid descriptions of the atrocities carried out by the militants, saying they had butchered and massacred innocent people. The known number of Americans killed now stands at 14, Biden said. It's abhorrent, he said. The brutality of Hamas bloodthirstiness brings to mind the worst rampages of ISIS. And like the thing is, I seen quite a few videos of what is going on over there and specifically the one that was dealing with the German DJ I saw the uncensored version of that and the way you had like 40 like crazed individuals acting like animals like desecrating her body spitting on her like it was disgusting right? Like, the way that these people just, like, treat another human life is disgusting. The 10-minute speech appeared designed to ensure there is little daylight between the U.S. and Israel at a moment of deep crisis. The president made no equivocation about the attacks and made no call for restraint by Israel as a response apart from insisting it follow the rule of law. Recounting in stark terms the sheer evil of the attack, Biden warned other governments in the region not to step in the fray to exploit the situation. I have one word, don't. Biden, who spoke earlier with Israel Prime, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, offered his own view of what the country's response might look like. I told him that if the United States experienced what Israel is experiencing, our response would be swift, decisive, and overwhelming, Biden said from the state dining room. The acknowledgement that Americans are among the hostages taken by Hamas since the attack began on Saturday affirmed what had largely been assumed by administration officials but had not been publicly confirmed until Biden's speech. Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, said later Tuesday that the administration believes there are 20 or more Americans believed to be missing from Israel, but that number does not necessarily reflect the number of hostages in Hamas custody. And the National Security Council spokesperson, John Kirby, told CNN that the White House is having a active conversations with Israel to try to bring American citizens in Hamas custody home. It's early days right now, and we don't have a lot of information well, about where they are and what condition they're being held, if they're being moved around, and we have to remember this is an active war zone, which makes any hostage recovery effort that much more difficult, Kirby told CNN. Wolf Blitzer, we're obviously going to be developing options, looking at possibilities, how we can get them back, how we can get them back with their families. Biden said during this his speech that he was directing his team to share intelligence and deploy additional experts from across the United States government to consult with and advise Israeli counterparts on hostage recovery efforts as president. I have no higher priority than the safety of Americans being a hostage around the world, he said. The president also said he intends to ask Congress to approve more funding for Israel 
to help it defend its territory and people. He promised his administration would not allow Israel to run out of ammunition and interceptors for its Iron Dome air defense system, which is intended to shoot rockets out of the air before they strike Israeli territory. This is not about party or politics, it's about the security of our world, the security of the United States of America, he said. The remarks Tuesday where he was flanked by Vice President Kamala Harris and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken were Biden's most substantive since the outbreak of violence early Saturday. Within hours of the deadly Hamas attack on Israel that left hundreds of people dead, the president was on the phone and then Yahoo. He has spoken with him three times since the violence began. When Biden's counterpart reeling from one of the worst attacks on his country in decades has brought up the possibility of going into Gaza, the president has not offered warnings to him against doing so, a U.S. official briefed on the conversation told CNN. That decision by the president to hold back from urging Netanyahu to exercise restraint in the immediate aftermath of the attacks in no small part reflects the sheer shock and breadth of Hamas' brutal attack on Israel that makes this moment different, the officials say. We are not urging restraint right now, one official said. In his remarks, Biden insisted any response must adhere to the rule of law, saying that is what differentiated Israel and the United States from the Hamas militants. Terrorists purposely targeted, target civilians, kill them. We uphold the laws of war. It matters. There's a difference, Biden said. Later, Sullivan told reporters the two men had the opportunity to talk through the difference between going full bore against Hamas terrorists and how we distinguish between terrorists and innocent civilians. The president and his national security team are keenly aware of what appears to be a growing likelihood of Israel making a ground incursion into Gaza. Over the past 72 hours, officials have acknowledged what a deeply tenuous position that possibility puts the administration in, and as a general matter, the U.S. has historically urged for a ceasefire on all sides when conflicts have broken out in the region. The Biden administration has usually been very intent on handling those kinds of discussions very privately, and officials said this time will be no different. Biden's first written statement over the weekend did not include the term ceasefire, an omission that struck current and former administration officials alike. During his speech, Biden said the violence unleashed by Hamas was reminiscent of some of the worst attacks by ISIS in the previous decade. The brutality of Hamas, this bloodthirstiness, brings to mind the worst, the worst rampages of ISIS. This is terrorism, but sadly for the Jewish people, it's not new, Biden said. This attack has brought to the surface painful memories and the scars left by millennia of anti-Semitism and genocide of the Jewish people. So in this moment, we must be crystal clear we stand with Israel. And domestically, he said law enforcement officials have stepped up security around centers of Jewish life while working closely with state local law enforcement and Jewish community partners to identify and disrupt any domestic threat that could emerge in connection to these horrific attacks. So, I mean, feel free to give your thoughts on this, but there's a lot of issues when, like, I'm listening to, like, you know, or reading about Biden talk about this, because on one side, you have Biden trying to support Israel and are probably going to give them crazy amounts of money, etc. But the border is completely wide open. And there's a very good 
likelihood that there's going to be some form of Hamas terrorists do something in America. Because I believe there's been over 2 million illegal immigrants into this country, and like 99% of them have stayed in the country. And there's like no like database to like figure out who they are, where they fr- like come from, etc. So there's probably who knows, tens of thousands, if not like you don't know, right? And the thing is, you don't even need that many. You only need like a hundred terrorists to actually go and do something. So there's been like reports that there is probably going to be some sort of event in the next 14 months in terms of like a terroristic like attempt right in like a major city and so that's like really disturbing because if we end up having to deal with terrorism again like you're going to end up having like this rise of like hatred towards like other people just because they might look different to like such a huge degree, like it's going to get super bad in the United States if there is a uh, an actual attack that ends up succeeding, because oof, it's going to be bad. And if that does happen, well, for sure the United States will end up going to war with a nation. So it's going to be pretty bad. One thing's for sure. Because of all the things that might end up coming from, like, this whole fiasco, what you should probably do is try to save as much money as you can for, like, a good emergency fund, just because, like, you have no clue how expensive goods are going to get. Like, for example, gas is, like, hasn't been affected yet because of this, but there's a good shot, depending on how bad this war actually goes, because, again... Israel did declare war. Gas could end up getting super expensive for the like average person. Uh, goods in general can be way more expensive, like a few months down the line, maybe a year down the line. Like the whole cost of living will just keep on rising over and over and over again. And knowing that like a lot of people can't really handle like much of an emergency, basically like at all. It's kind of like a scary situation because you're going to end up having situations where people are probably going to be fighting each other over toilet paper again. Like It's just going to be completely stupid. So try to save as much money as you can just so that you have the freedom of like options so that you can decide what you want to do, right? And then like I would say like if you don't really have much of an emergency fund now, try to get it up to like six months. If you already got six months, maybe just bump it up to like eight months and then continue with like investing just because like as like a just in case type of thing, because you don't want to be in a situation where some sort of state of emergency happens and you literally got no money in the bank and you can't handle, let's say like a week without work or a week without pay or anything like that. Like you want to be able to at least survive some amount of time without needing money, like needing to make money.